What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to interact with the show, you can do that by sending us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, by following us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, by following us on Twitter at mtanpodcast, and by leaving us a voicemail, which you can do at our website. The link to that's in the description, but it's podpage.com slash mtan, all lowercase. There's a little voicemail thing there. You can send us a voicemail. We'd love to have it. Yeah. You can also join our Discord, which is actually where we're recording this right now because Zoom wasn't working today, and here we are. So that link's also in the description, and we'd love to see you there. Anyway, joining me today for yet another Game Sauce News update. It is my co-host, you know him, you hate him, it's Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I think this podcast is better because I'm here, but how are you? I'm doing well, yeah. So what Grant's referring to is I have successfully, I might say, launched my second show of this network, the Much Talk About Community Podcast, and that is available wherever you listen to your podcast. You can search for it now. Go do that. It's a lot of fun. Um, me and my friend Marty Shores are talking, and the best part of it all, you get to hear me without Grant Skillen. Anyway. No, nah, it sucks because of that. No, nah, I'm kidding. If you if you like Community, you'll like that show, so go, so go watch it or listen to it. Yes, and watch it. Watch both and listen to both. Yes, just do it. Anyway, um, Grant, I believe you have the first news article of the day. Yeah, Grant gave me all the power today. Um, the first one we have is the PlayStation Plus free games for January. Um, so I guess they gave different ones on PS4 and PS5. PS4 owners get Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Greedfall. Um, Greedfall is being replaced with Assetto Corsa in the Middle East and Mistover in Japan and South Korea. Um, PlayStation 5 members get shark, get the Shark Against Man RPG Maneater, which now has ray tracing, which will work on the new console. And you can only do that on, you only get that version on PlayStation 5. And that's the, like, or only the PS5 version of the game is part of the promo. So you get it free on PlayStation 5, but not for it. Wait, so do this? Do PlayStation 5 owners get Tomb Raider and Greedfall 2, or do they just yes. get Maneater? I think it's Tomb Raider and Greedfall. Greedfall's a lot of fun. I've actually been playing that one on PC. It's pretty good. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's not phenomenal, but it's, it's good enough. Um, Yeah. Next up, we have the biggest breaking news of the week. Star Citizen's single-player squadron won't be coming out soon. Um, it's breaking news, but nobody really cares. Um, Star Citizen developer Cloud Imperium has issued new progress update on the title's single-player campaign, Squadron 42. The new update from the studio doesn't make for encouraging reading for anyone expecting to get their hands on the single-player portion of Star Citizen anytime soon. Director Chris Roberts posted in a new update on the studio's blog revealing that Squadron 42 itself is nowhere near complete. Um, he's like, I've decided it's best not to show Squadron 42 gameplay publicly nor discuss any release date until we are closer to the home stretch and have high confidence in the remaining time needed to finish the game to the quality we want. Um, and then... Um, 
Senior Game Sauce closes out the article with, um, I'll go ahead and copy paste this in six months to save me the trouble from writing the same article again. <laughs> Apparently it's <laughs> been delayed like ten times. Which... Could have done that with Cyberpunk 2. But, um, Should have done that with Cyberpunk 2. Speaking of Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk now has a third person mod. Yes. Um, some players were not happy that Cyberpunk 2077 is first person except for when you drive a vehicle um however there especially because cd project red is known for third person games but a modder named is that jelly bake i I don't know how to pronounce that um yeah whatever the modder's name is there'll be a link to this article so you can go look um, they released their first version of their third-person mod on Nexus Mods. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw gameplay of that, actually. Um, it looks really weird. Like, um, as you're, like, scoping, your headlight just decapitates itself and just moves over to the gun scope. It's kind of weird. Hmm, nice. I mean, it's someone went in and basically hacked the game, so I'm not surprised that it's not, like, the best, but it'll get better over time, I'm sure. Well, the reason it's not the best is because the game was never designed to be played in third person. So the camera, or the way the um, the sprite moves, I know it's not a sprite, the character model moves, is it's designed that you only see it from the perspective of the character. So you don't care that your head's decapitated in, in the scope because you can't see it. Yeah. And the enemies that are seeing it are dead by the time they're there. Anyway, next up. Battleborn is going offline in 20 days. You have less than 20 days to play Gearbox's oft-forgotten team shooter Battleborn. Per an updated blog post on Publisher 2K's website, Battleborn is being taken offline on January 25th, at which point the game will no longer be playable. That's right, you can't even run through the single-player campaign once the servers go down. This follows 2K removing the game from storefronts in November 2019 and the ability to buy the premium platinum currency ending in February 2020. Story time. Battleborn, of course, was released back in May of 2016, and though initial sales seemed promising, tracking just ahead of the Borderlands launch. The title saw a huge drop in users in the months after. This might be due to Blizzard's rather similar Overwatch launching just weeks later. We all know how that one went. Shortly that game after was launch- pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. Nobody played it, but it was all right. Shortly after launch, Battleborn's lead writer Aaron Linda left the project. In June 2017, they went free-to-play, but that did little to help the numbers of its PC platform Steam. By September of that year, Gearbox announced that no more content was planned with the, for the game, with the team moving to work on Borderlands 3. I heard it was pretty good. I um I never played it, but I heard it was okay. Um, And now it's crap, so... Yeah, I've personally not played that either. So. Imagine paying $60 for a game that just you can't do anything with anymore. It's like Destiny. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> that, though, uh, GTA Online and Prime Gaming are giving away $1 million, I'm assuming that's just GTA dollars. No, they're, um, they're giving away $1 million actual dollars to every player who has a Prime membership. Exactly. Um, Prime Gaming is giving out up to one million GTA Online dollars in celebration of the new heist in Tropical Island location. After you claim the reward, you get two hundred thousand uh, for logging in each week. 
And if you log in four weeks in a row, you get a, the bonus of 200000 which adds up to the million. You also get a free sonar station to upgrade for the Kosatka submarine immediately upon claiming the offer. And you should expect to see the rewards filter through to your game within roughly 72 hours of activating them. Don't forget to log in daily for that, as Senior Game Sauce puts it, fat cash. <laughs> yep. And then closing out the day, we have the longest headline I've ever seen and also the only one I've ever had to censor. Gamers still complaining about nerfs after the recent one on Warzone. DMR14, Type 63, MAC-10, and the Diamatis. So leave it to the gamer to still cry after getting what they want because it's not enough. Yesterday, Call of Duty Warzone developer Raven broke its silence to confirm that a patch intended to nerf the overpowered DMR, Diamatis, MAC-10, and Type 33, or 63 was set to arrive soon. A few hours after the news broke, the patch actually dropped. According to Raven, both the DMR-14 and the Type 63 got a reduced headshot damage and increased recoil. The MAC-10 had its headshot multiplier cut, and the dual Diamatis now have a wider hip fire spread and decreased damage range. Though the changes have made the weapons less lethal, many players don't believe Raven's software has gone far enough. A lot of the replies to Raven's tweet shares share that sentiment. And Warzone's official subreddit is full of posts about how the nerf, while welcome, wasn't as big as they imagined. Others have been sharing clips of the DMR-14 in particular post-nerf to show that it's still going to be a dominant weapon. The Diamati, the advice is now just to use a single one since Raven only nerfed the Akimbo combination. Any further tweaks will likely have to wait until more players get their hands on the updated weapons. It's worth keeping in mind that it took Infinity Ward last year several patches to dial in a satisfactory balance for the M4 and the 725 shotgun. I think someone needs a wambulance. A wambulance. Hey, that's Senior Game Sauce's words. A wambulance. That sounds really terrible, not going to lie. Um... (laughs) Glad I'm not playing Warzone right now. All right. Well, um, there's your news for the week. As always, the links to the articles are in the description. I will censor that last headline as I did in the episode. But, um, yeah, go check it out. Thanks, as always, to GameSauce. We're happy to be partnered with them because we get cool episodes like this for free. Anyway, (laughs) Grant, you want to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, once again, thanks to Le Saucy Boy. If you want to reach out to the show, you can email us at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, which is muchtalkaboutnothing. We have a Twitter, which is MTAN Podcast. We have a Discord, which is Much Talk Municipality, link in the uh, bio of the episode. And we have a website, which is podpage.com slash MTAN, all lowercase. Yep, and if you want to find more of me, you can do that by listening to my other podcast, Much Talk About Community, searchable anywhere. Probably we'll end up putting a link in the description of this show. Also, we do really appreciate all of the reviews. The more reviews, the better. We will see you again on Wednesday, and tell all your friends about us. As always, for Grant Stonewall Skillen, I've been Grant, not Stonewall Ingram. And we will catch you later. Let me tell you about PodPage. 
Podpage.com is the absolute best way to start a podcast website. It allows you to instantly integrate your podcast with the website and it helps with the theme and everything. It allows you to have one link to all of your episodes and all of your players. It's absolutely amazing. It really cuts down on my time. I don't have to add like a kite link or anything like that. It's just all in one and they do it for you. It's absolutely free. It's absolutely amazing. They also allow you to instantly generate tweets from your web page so you can use your description in your tweet and it's absolutely great. I love it. Cannot say I love it enough. Go check it out. And when you do, make sure you use promo code MTAN if you have a podcast. If you don't have a podcast, then you need one. And then go use promo code MTAN. It lets them know that we sent you and it gets you your first month of podcast or pod page premium for free. It's absolutely great. Cannot recommend it enough. And I'm just using the free features. So if you want podcast or pod page pro after that first month, you just keep paying. But otherwise, the, the free features are absolutely amazing. 